Welcome to the Chris and Mike podcast. We will talk about pop culture, sports, love, and life. Enjoy. I hang up, you call, we rise, and we fall, and we feel like we're just walking away. As our love advances, we take second chances. Though it's not a fantasy, I still want you to stay. Because we're ordinary people. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is the Chris and Mike podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Mike. And I'm surprised you knew that. How are you surprised I knew that? Because. Okay. I told you it was a perfect song, right? Okay. So on our way home from happy hour, um, I guess I should rewind at Buttons. Why am I saying Buttons? Go even anyway. further back than that because... If people have listened to this podcast, you know we had not gone to, to Buttons for the longest time. <laughs> okay, I guess I can go farther than that. But um, our usual happy hour spot is this, uh, I guess because we used to go on Tuesdays. Is that why? Mm-hmm. So I love this place called Yucatan Taco Stand. They make my favorite tacos. And so that's usually where we have our happy hours. But because... I don't know. We didn't go every week. Like, I mean, sometimes we would. Sometimes we wouldn't. So we went last week to Yucatan Taco Stand. I didn't feel like I needed tacos, like, quite again. And my friends were kind of like, do we have to go to the usual spot? And I'm like, no, pick a spot. So she tried to pick a spot. It was, like, some sushi place. I don't like sushi. And she couldn't find that they had like chicken fried rice or something basic for me to eat because I am so low maintenance. I'm high maintenance. Apparently. That is uh, a good way to put it. Yeah. um, Susan actually put it that way because I've thought about it. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just like basic things. I, I didn't think it would be that hard to find. Somewhere that just sold you a burger and fries or like some chicken strips. Like, <laughs> what's up? So anyway, I said, hey, how about Buttons? I know they have a good happy hour. We haven't been there in forever. Maybe it's a good time to take them off punishment. And I mean, we had a, a good time. Good service. Yeah, good service. Didn't lose a jacket. <laughs> and the biggest reason why I'm like, why did we stop coming here? The music, like the ambiance, when we were leaving, um, they had started doing the live singing portion, which is also fine. They were singing some Sade. It was, it was great. Mm-hmm. But before that, I mean, they were playing the hits. I hadn't heard a Keisha Cole song in forever. I looked at Krista. I was like, when's the last time you heard this Keisha Cole song? It was just, I don't know. It was a good time. They put you in a good mood, good food, good fried chicken. It's just that the last time we were there, it was the customer service was just horrible. And we felt like we should punish them. And Mm -hmm. it's been enough time. (laughs) So uh, we, uh, Ordinary People played. And I guess Michael was like, oh, I love this song. When's the last time you had heard it? Uh, I can't remember the last time I heard it, but I was like singing it like earlier this week. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Okay, so he puts it on in the car, has it on repeat, and I'm like, why are you, are you okay? Like, is something going on with us? Because the song isn't like a, a love song, it's just, yes, you know. it is. <sighs> it is a song about relationships. It is, but it's not the best one. It's it, like. It is the best one. No. So I played all of me because I'm like, if you're going to rock out and repeat on a John Legend song, I'm going to need it to be this one. Because in that ordinary people, they talk about like love sometimes hurting. Our love does not hurt, baby. When you think about our love, you should think about all of me. Because our love is just all good all the time. (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) I don't know about y'all, but I'm, I'm thinking about real relationships that have ups and downs. When's the last time? Okay. What? It doesn't mean it didn't happen. What downs do we have? Uh, how about? All I know are ups. 
All ups, you know are ups? Ups, 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 ups. Yes. Okay. Well, I know. I mean, I, 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 I've actually been in this relationship. I mean, text the downs to me. Don't put it on the podcast. I won't put it on the podcast. <laughs> but I need to know. Like, what? Do we need to go to... Th- Let's just say I, I remember somebody <laughs> uh, tripping, trying to do a reenactment of of something that was okay 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 that was that was what was that that was in our apartment which means it was our first year of marriage which means and i don't even think we're like married married that was like we're married but it wasn't like after september 1st married it was the courthouse married did you have a ring on your finger (laughs) an engagement ring i didn't have the band on. you better quit belittling the ring that i gave you i didn't have the band on Thank you. Look. And I mean. The song is not about marriage. It's about relationships. Okay. okay, But you know what? I will take that as a plus. I will take that as a positive. Because you had to go all the way back to our first year of marriage to find a rough spot. So I will take that. Okay. Because to me, it's been blue. No, it's. That first year was. It's just funny. Right. (laughs) uh, I was talking to D. Shout out to D. Um, He was like asking how long we've been married. I was like. Yeah, it's uh, it's been six years. In April, and yeah. he's like, man, well, courthouse that wedding, is yes. crazy. I you remember- know what? I used to not go by the courthouse when, but look, mm-hmm. I've seen people get divorced, so I will honor that. So yes, yeah, six years courthouse wedding. We got married sometime the end of April. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I cut you off. I apologize. So, that is crazy. <laughs> so I mean, I was just reflecting on like all that we've been through, and so like I mean. It, things are we're, we're smooth sailing now, but it was not always that way, and you know that. I feel like it's gonna be rocky the first year, yeah. Okay. I so. had only had one roommate other than family, and she had the op- complete opposite schedule as me. I worked seven on seven off. She worked the opposite seven on seven off. So we we're not at home together ever. Mm-hmm. It was perfect, and we're still friends to this date. <laughs> Yep. So. Yeah. So. I don't. There was an there was an adjustment (laughs) that had to happen. Um, mostly by me. Oh my gosh! You're right. I apologize. I was a mess. I was. I'm just happy we moved into an apartment, like together, and not you moved into my apartment because I was like, "Why are you in my refrigerator?" Why are you going in my things? Why are you doing it? I, I am like that. You're right. You're still like that. So Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. I don't look. That's why that's why I'm perfect. Blame, I'm the perfect one. Blame my parents. No, it's not your parents' fault. Yes, it is. Your parents weren't weren't, weren't doing that. Uh, I listened to the Jamel podcast today and yes, I believe her. I'm gonna get into that a little later. But oh, Okay. I, <laughs> I feel like people make excuses and say, I'm too grown. I shouldn't blame my parents, but you really, you should. <laughs> <laughs> they guide your life. Okay. So I am the way I am because my parents made me this way. Okay. <laughs> well, then how am I the way I am? Because my parents definitely. Man, I don't know what you. Way. I don't know what you. I tell you that all the time. I'm like, all your siblings. I don't know what y'all did. Y'all are amazing. Not saying like your parents didn't do a good job. I'm just saying like just the things you tell me, like wow, very well adjusted. Yep. So, um, all right. Well, should I go into my first topic? Okay. How many do you have? Honestly, I have two. Okay, well, I just told Michael to think of two things, or I actually told him three, but he don't listen to me. And I was like, just think of two, three things that like made you go, hmm, this week. So, what's number three? You said, I told you I only had two. Oh, what's number two? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, number two is... Is spoiler culture. So <laughs> okay. So this this week, uh, this last weekend has, has been a, a very important weekend for um, people that are, are fans of uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe and Game of Thrones because we had 
Avengers uh, Endgame came out and uh, the Battle of Winterfell was like the Battle of Game of Thrones. And so um, I feel like when it comes to spoilers, there is like, you know, people will do their best not to try to spoil stuff. And I don't know. What do you think is a, a good amount of time to like, okay, we're going to, we're going to sit on this. We're not going to say, we're not going to discuss everything about it. Like, what do you think is a, a good amount of time for a movie? Ooh. Oh, a movie? For a movie. Because it, cause it, it could be different for a show. That's just hard with, with Twitter the way it is right now. Mm-hmm. A movie? Ugh. You think, I guess I'd try to say a week, to be fair, but I kind of think that's even too long. That's a long time. Yeah. Because you want to talk about it. Right. Even, okay, but people were complaining about people in restaurants talking about it to their friends. Mm-hmm. Overhearing things. Yep. So, like, you're not supposed to talk in a restaurant about the movie? Come on. So, I feel like you just need to go. Like, with everything they have nowadays, I mean, I, mean, I feel like it's illegal, I guess, but the... Mm. What was that? The Amazon? The fire stick. Yeah. I know a lot of people who use a fire stick. Just go to the damn movies. like, Or or use your fire stick. Even, like, I don't want to go to jail, so. Go to mm-hmm. the damn movies. But, <laughs> but uh, there's no time. What did they do back in the day? Just stay off the internet, I guess. Cause yeah, that's the thing. You have to contend with yeah, the internet. But you had friends that wanted to talk about something. Okay. I feel like. You have until the end of the weekend. Like, okay, so here's uh, so Avengers Endgame came out Thursday, and I feel like so you have Thursday. Okay, you can't miss it. You can't watch it. Okay, Friday. Okay, you maybe need to catch a Saturday matinee. Okay, I understand that. Or a Sunday brunch like we did, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah. Um. But after that... And I feel like you were struggling then. You were like, man, I'm avoiding, I'm dodging. I was. <laughs> I, I was. I had to go dark on social media. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah. So, I, I feel like if it comes out Thursday, you have until Monday to catch up with the movie. And, and so, uh, one person in particular didn't follow the rules of... Of sharing spoilers. Uh, LaShawn McCoy. Running back for Buffalo Bills. Tweeted out on Thursday. Uh, R.I.P. to such and such character. What? Yes. And he, and he tweeted. And everybody was like spoiler alert. Like, And he was like. So Man. people believed him? Uh, well I mean people. I guess it is in game. So maybe you are expecting. Didn't you say there was a rumor that people were going to die? Yeah. Okay, because I didn't get that rumor. Okay. I and was then, shocked and appalled. And so, um, and then, like, so, like, people were saying, like, spoiler alert, and then other people were, like, confirming in, in like, in the comments of his tweet, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, so, it happens. And he, and he tweeted it, he just, he tweeted it again, you know, because that's, that's the kind of guy he is. He is such a troll. He is a troll. Didn't he set his... Okay, never mind. Allegedly. Yeah, and so people were like... Allegedly. People were doing research on him like... Yeah. Like, hey, what's up with you? You know, you abusing your girlfriend and, and now you spoiling movies like... Allegedly. Like, they went into his past. <laughs> um, so, uh, but most for the most part, I think people have done a good job of not spoiling in-game. Like, not too much. But... For this Game of Thrones, the Battle of Winterfell, I gotta tell you. Now, when it comes to a TV show, it's like it's it's what we do. Like you, everybody's tweeting. Um, you know, they're like tweeting in real time as as things are happening because we're all watching it together. And so, when the thing happens at the end of Game of Thrones, everybody is. Is like, you know, cheering, you know, talking about, you know, one person. Uh, They're putting up memes and things like that. So, 
spoiler culture in that in that uh as far as a tv episode goes like like if you're not watching it real time like you basically have to stay off of social media because everybody's going to be discussing it well shoot like even if someone were to be like listen to this podcast they they find out about it like what next year after game of thrones is all said and done and I hear you, like, you're trying your best not to say anything. Mm-hmm. You're like, this person, whatever. But if you were to let something slip, and they could be like, oh, damn, he spoiled it for me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how it is nowadays. You're like, it's people look at binge stuff at different times. Mm-hmm. So you may get me. I might be five years late watching Game of Thrones. Yep. And I'm like, dang it, Michael. I remember when you were hollering. I heard, I knew this was going to happen. Because uh-huh. I ended up coming downstairs right when something happened. My goodness. And yeah, so and then there was some wedding. I don't remember. But I, I come downstairs like, or I come in the room when okay. all the big things happen, I so, guess. So here's the deal. <laughs> you know about, You know about the wedding. You know that something happens. Mm-hmm. You know that there are characters that don't make it. Mm-hmm. But if you were to watch the show right now, you wouldn't know. I don't think I remember. Yeah, but I, that's what I'm I know that somebody said today, and I wouldn't be worried about her getting hurt right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. But okay. in five so years, I probably figured. Okay, that's one character. But <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, um, But y'all get so happy. Like, you and yes. Krista were like, yeah, so. Um. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I, I really, I wanted to, like, I wanted to give her a hug, but I was like. <laughs> I just, I was containing myself. But, you know, it's like... Another person yes. I could talk to. Because I only have, I only have, uh, like, two people that I can discuss Game of Thrones with. Which is just sad. Like, is D- she one of them? She's one. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, y'all talk on Twitter. She's one. And D is one because he was, he was reading the books. But he stopped because, mm-hmm. like... There's some crazy stuff that happened in the books. So, um, but yeah, I I mean, that's just my, just what I've observed. Like when it comes to a a TV show, like if it's happening real time, everybody's watching it, then, you know, people are going to tweet about it. But if it's a movie, there's a little period, you know, you, you might get through the weekend and, and be able to avoid spoilers. Like, honestly, well, I don't know if there are any spoilers in uh, the the last Jordan Peele movie, Us. Us. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I, I haven't heard anything about it. I haven't heard anything about it either. So either there's no spoilers or people have been pretty good about hiding them or I've been good at, at ducking them. But honestly, I've heard stuff about it because I was listening to the Jamil podcast and she mentioned it, but it doesn't give me enough to be like, oh, that's what happened, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Okay. So. So number one. Number one for me. Well, it is a high school principal. <laughs> okay. Her name is Principal Carlotta Outley, James Madison High School in Houston. H Tom. All right. She's instituted a dress code. Now you might say, "Oh, that's not too crazy." I remember. Uh, maybe you have kids, whoever's listening, and you've got your kids have to wear uniforms to school. Um, so instituting a dress code is is not that crazy. This is a dress code for the parents. The dress code for the parents, uh, prohibits wearing items such as hair rollers, pajamas, leggings, do-rags. Uh, bonnets, um, pants with with uh, with holes in them, even if they're they're fashionable. Even if, wait wait wait, even if they're fashionable, you know, like you know, you have the little tear, like you, you buy the, the, the pants with, with no cut up jeans. So, um, they went too far with that one. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, she's instituted this policy for anyone who's going to enter the building. Uh, so what is entering the building? Entering the building could be 
you got a parent teacher conference. It could okay. be it could be you want to eat lunch with your with your child. Yeah. Uh, Cuz someone said it was to uh pick them up and I'm like that don't sound right. They can't tell me what to wear when I'm in the car. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but if I'm going inside the building, anyone who's yeah, who goes in the building. And so you and I uh not surprisingly we fall on different sides of this issue. So, uh, I just want to, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Actually, um, we had happy hour with a teacher. Yes. So, I have kind of changed my views. When this first was brought up, what, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. I was like, hell yeah, cool. Because my mom would threaten, like, if something went south... My grades weren't what they were supposed to be. If I was cutting up, which I never did because I don't want no problems. But she would threaten to go up there and her rollers. She didn't even wear rollers like that. But she was just going to put them in <laughs> to embarrass me. And her house coat. My mom wore a house coat. Do you remember those house coats? No. Was you, it like a robe? You call it a house coat, but it's no. It's like, well, I guess maybe I'm calling it the wrong thing. But it's just this night dress basically that you don't wear no bra with you have some house shoes and it's just that, a, like, a like a road or something no because it's like a it's a dress it's like a a one piece but it's just i don't know she threatened to do that and that scared the heck out of me yes that. <laughs> so the fact that my mom would do that like scared the heck out of me and yeah, my mom wouldn't go in there like on a regular. She went there for my all my award ceremonies dressed like a normal. Well, I guess I don't want to offend anyone if your regular gear is a, a robe and whatever jeans. I don't feel like cut up jeans should be part of that though. That is a fashion statement. I have jeans with holes in them that aren't in the crotch or whatever. It's just in the knee area. That's not bad at all. Do you know it's anyone that's that. that still rocks this? I don't know, but my mama did, and no. You guys, and uh, so that would take that threat away from those kids. But listening to a teacher saying that, look, if the parents show up, I'm happy, because some of these parents don't show up for these kids, and mm-hmm. they don't come to these conferences. And if I don't care what they're wearing, as long as they show up for their children. So listening to a teacher say that, I mean, it changed my views. Okay. I was just scarred, <laughs> so I was like, cool. <laughs> Okay, so you you're kind of on my side. Now I am. Yeah, we're listening to a teacher. Mm-hmm. I had to get a teacher in there. My my thing is, listen, I ain't one of your little kids. I'm grown. Okay, I'm, but I'm, you're embarrassing your little kid by going in there. Well, you're not a what you you're a man though. You can wear anything you want. Well, it says no jack sag no sagging pants. Well, when do you sag your pants? Well, you do that accidentally. Yeah, but. I can't help it. <laughs> yes, you can. Pull up your <laughs> pants. I tell you that anyway. But other than that, like, what are you? If I wanted to wear a do rag, Michael, you're not you're not allowed to do that anyway because you live with me, and I tell you not to get it. What happened the time you didn't listen to me and you wore a do rag? Come on, tell I, tell the people. I got pulled over in a Tasca. Thank you. What is a Tasca? It's a little speed trap town between Hillsboro and uh and Fort Worth. And how many black folks are ever there probably? Just me. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you doing wearing a do rag? <laughs> I was trying to look good for you. Okay, whatever. Anyhow, you proved my point. Don't be wearing a I didn't do-rag. get pulled over because I was wearing a do rag. That didn't help. <laughs> They said that I failed to yield to an emergency vehicle, which, how was I supposed to know he was trying to get back home? I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm riding through. And you had a do-rag on. Anyway, carry on. Um, <laughs> anyway, my, my that's just my thing, though. Like, I'm not one of these little kids. There's like, weed in your car. My. So they pulled you over. No. My, my taxes pay your salary. I have a little bit of that going on in my head. You, uh, my property taxes. Michael, 
Not the the police. I'm talking about. No, I know. For, for school, I know. So you... so I'm gonna I'm gonna wear what I want to wear. Like no. I... Have you ever said that to someone though? No. I, oh. I'm saying that's what well, I, that's what I'm flashbacks thinking. Flashbacks of like that haircut that you hear people like the I want to talk to your manager. To the manager. I was like, you say that? No. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no. I was clutching my pearls. No. Like what? No. But. No, man. I, I mean, I work, man. I got a, I got a forty-hour job. Okay, you work. You don't dress like that to work, do you? Dress like you are doing business with your students, with your, your, your child's education. Well, like if they said no joggers, then we'd have a problem. Because if my work allows me to wear joggers. Y'all should allow me to wear the joggers. <laughs> if my work does allow me to wear some holes in my jeans, so I'm going to need them to chill on that one too. Mm-hmm. And I saw somewhere where it said leggings. I can wear leggings to work as well. So, mm-hmm. boo to that too. But, rollers in the hair, ropes, house shoes, cut I, all that okay, out. Okay, I get that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's fine. Cut that out. But if they said joggers and stuff, then I'd be like, look, I got a problem. Because if my job allows me to do it, well, your job allows you to wear anything you want because you remote. <laughs> Except for when I had to go into the office. Well, yeah. But no, I'm surprised you don't take issue with with, with bonnets because not, sure. I mean, I understand uh, some I bonnets. Bonnet out the house? I'm saying that there are some bonnets that are appropriate to be worn I don't think those are called like bonnets, though. I think they're more like scarves or like. Yeah. Okay. Those she can't be talking about those i think she can i think she's talking about the bonnets that i wear at night she's not talking about the fashionable boat like no she ain't because okay. if you want somebody to take off that bonnet and you see what i have it underneath you're gonna tell them to put that right back on <laughs> <laughs> so okay. i don't think she's talking about those there are there are different ones well and you know a lot of people were saying well it, it really sounds like she's uh targeting a specific group of people because only certain people wear items like bonnets and, uh-huh. and hair rollers uh you know things like that okay but uh the plot twist the the principal is is a black woman no so. see i didn't even know that and i didn't care because mm-hmm. i was like hell yeah go ahead and then you were all up in arms like i actually gonna tell me what to wear and then i remember figuring it out like oh she's black and telling you like mm-hmm. are you still mad she's black mm-hmm. and you're like I'm even madder <laughs> <laughs> how she go tell our people that it- <laughs> yeah. so I was like oh okay never mind <laughs> yeah I mean I I think my my thing is just like if sure. there's uh. If there's if your function like if it requires that I wear a certain attire like I really have to think think twice if I want to like a tenure function, and and that that's coming a from child's conference. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I mean, well, or an award ceremony or anything to but, do with a child. But look, this is You're coming talking like somebody who ain't got no. This pain. is coming from someone like <laughs> like okay, I'm a musician. Like when it's time to perform. I had to put on a tuxedo. I had to put on a suit. Like okay. that's that was that's that's so. I'm not unfamiliar with with getting dressed to conduct business, but if I can avoid it, that's what I try to do in in my uh, in my life. So um, I don't know. It's not really a big deal for guys, though. I mean, she just told you about a do rag, and you better not be sagging anyway. It's just things I've already told you. It sounds like we'd be friends. I'm sure y'all would be friends. Because <laughs> I remember Krista was like, she's a bougie black person. I'm like, I am too. Krista is too. <laughs> Did she tell you where she wants to live? <laughs> We're all bougie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So those are your. Those are my topics. All right. I'm going to reverse mine. So we lost someone this week that it was just so crazy the last happy hour was at we were talking about Morse Chestnut (laughs) and um, I don't know me and Krista were telling Susan like haven't you ever seen Boys in the Hood she's like years ago I'm like but it's a classic like you don't remember Morris Chestnut Ricky 
I mean, Morris Chestnut didn't die, but John Singleton did. He was the director of Boys in the Hood and so many other movies. Mike, mm-hmm. want to help me out? What what movie? Uh, Baby Boy. Um, is it too higher fast learning or too furious? It? Higher learning. Um, what else? Uh, he's doing the FX. Oh, he was mm. the executive producer of the FX show Snowfall. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, you know, other stuff too. I, okay, I, I well, mean, I just named some pretty big ones. I don't know. Maybe Poetic this, justice. Maybe this should be um, also like stroke awareness. Mm-hmm. Like people Google the signs of a stroke because this is, this is, I can't speak. But shoot, that's a sign. Like facial drooping. Uh, speaking like your your alter your mental status gets altered um you get weakness on usually one side. side of your body but it could be both sides oh, okay um but i believe the first sign is like a facial drooping like your face just starts doing some kind of droop but uh yeah google the signs of a stroke because he was young what 51 i think so I should look this stuff up. Sorry. But yes, um, he did pass away. He had a stroke maybe two days before he passed and they decided to take him off life support. But he was dropping knowledge back in Boys in the Hood and probably before that, just talking about gentrification and and that was in Boys in the Hood. But like it's a even bigger topic now Mm -hmm. because it's happening so much often. And it's just what my grandpa had land. And it just made me sad because my family could not mean nothing to do with me because I had nothing to do with that. But the other people in my family couldn't get along and agree to keep it and do whatever. So sadly, it was sold. But I just, if you have land, man, if you have land, hold on to it, especially if you're black. Just, just hold on to it because... Or make make them pay. <laughs> yep. Cause um, I don't know. It was just tough passing. It is, and I don't know. I just think about like the the like the ideas that he tried to to like share in in all of his movies and like just trying to tell our stories like from a like a unique perspective like i uh, i heard that he um he saw uh one of spike lee's movies uh he saw school days mm-hmm. and he was inspired by that he said i want to do something like that but i want to i want to show what's going on in la because nobody had been covering uh you know uh, it was about the movie was about the Bloods and Crips rivalry. Like mm-hmm. I just, I just found that out. Mm-hmm. Like because they they never said the yeah. names, but you know, in the movie. But, um, but just like he was telling like a real story, and it was something that hadn't been covered. And you talking about Boys in the Hood? Yeah. Oh, I kind of figured that. I mean, not like I mean, like <laughs> I mean, like the the characters are fictional. Yeah. But yeah. the events were very very right. real. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. I I I liked like Baby Boy is one of my my favorite movies. Like really, I watch. I will watch it if if I'm flipping through and and I see it. Just, oh my gosh! It 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 cracks me up. <laughs> and uh, I also found out that 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 character uh, Jody was was supposed to be for Tupac. Tupac yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. You what, just knew that. He, I think I knew it and forgot it. And, Where have you been? <laughs> okay, but I just, I just kind of think about you know what that movie would have been like uh, if if Tupac, Tupac had, yeah. had played that role. But man, um, it's definitely going to be missed. Gonna I miss just him. like um, creative people that can do that those kind of things. Yep. Cause like we have ideas. And I wouldn't even know how to put that into work. That's why I love people like Issa Rae, who like 
you say that John Singleton saw that he wanted to do something like that in LA. So mm-hmm. Issa Rae also did something in LA. But I still, this girl from Texas, born in Oklahoma, can still relate to that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just, I like that there are these images and there's people who are that creative and use that skill set to show us, like, and represent us. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoo, she's feeling that way. I'm feeling that way. You know, like, so even, I don't know, just to go back and watch movies like that and to see what he was talking about is still relevant today. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. All right. Um, number two, Jamel Hill is unbothered. Uh, ja- I think it's just Jamel is unbothered. But Jamel Hill, she was formerly of ESPN. Mike loves her. Why do I love her? I don't know. But she's. A- I she told is- you. Oh, because she reminds you of me. Okay. But she. She's better than me. She's awesome. I I was hating for a minute. You know, it takes me a while to get used to people. And, you know, and when someone's so much like you sometimes, yep. you're like, what is this? But she's like, I think I know sports, but she knows sports. Like, she wouldn't just stop watching the Lakers because Kobe retired. But <laughs> <laughs> she keeps going. But anyway, I uh, listened to we listened to a couple of episodes a, a couple episodes of her podcast the other night. Um, I heard Charlemagne was gonna be on an episode, so I listened to that one today. And they talked about counseling, not counseling, but like you know therapy. Yep. And it kind of made me want to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been. Like, when we come up here, I've been kind of using this as therapy. And I, f- I don't know. I'm a real weird person. Like, I, I feel I, confirm. <laughs> I feel like I share a lot. But at the same time, I feel like I share nothing. Because I have, like, all these social media profiles. But I will go forever without posting anything. Because I don't want people knowing my business. Like, I have them to see other people's business and, like, keep contact with people. But I'm not really a share. Mm -hmm. But I thought I was. Like, there was a time where I was posting every meal I had. But when other people, like, graduated to stories and, like, telling every moment of their day, I I couldn't grow with them. All I can do is tell you what I ate today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I and I see these people like in these different Facebook groups I'm in that have to do with like podcasts I listen to. They'll like it'll be a true crime podcast, but they're talking about how their husband or their fiance did them wrong just because it's a private group and doesn't go to their wall. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't have friends for this. Like you can't talk to your husband. Like, when Mike does me wrong, or I f- he might not even do me wrong, but I feel like I've been wronged. Who do I tell, Mike? The wrong one. I tell, tell you. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you because who's going to fix it? Like, a stranger on Facebook isn't going to fix it. But at the same time, you tell me stuff about, like, what's happening at work. Yeah. And you just want people to... You just want me to listen. Right. And But you know me. These are strangers on the internet. They can still do the same thing. They can still listen. They can still be supportive. I have friends for that though. Okay. You know I'm saying some people don't. Well, I'm just wondering, maybe like it, it was just, I feel like it will feel awkward for me talking to a stranger about my life. And then paying them to Oh, if you did therapy? Yes. Okay. And paying them to listen to me when I have good friends that should do it for free. And a husband. But They'll you... do it for free. <laughs> I But the thing that I find... Um, the thing I find interesting about therapy is like... We take... Well, the idea is... You listen to this person... And you follow their advice because they're a professional, right? Right. They've gone to school. And they they've got have degrees. A fucked and, up life. Yeah, they, they probably just <laughs> more messed up than they are. Like 
They're giggling to themselves. I watch Frasier. Like, like that's, all, that's all you're dealing with? I've watched Frasier. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, I would do it if uh, if I felt like I, I needed to. I feel like everyone needs to. Like, life is so fucked up sometimes. And I said I was going to stop cussing. But life really is effed up sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you need to maybe, like, let it air out. I don't know, but I feel like if I have an issue, maybe, I don't know. I feel like if I need to say something, you are always a great sounding board. You don't listen to me. I always listen to you. You always listen to me? When did I not? Uh, when we were at happy hour? <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> That's alcohol. Boy. Okay. Okay. I had a little episode of GERD already at the restaurant, apparently. And Michael's like, uh uh, no more. He didn't realize it was my second glass. And apparently, margaritas do not like me. Guys, GERD is real. It's not nice. 34. It's not nice. But anyhow, um, yeah, they were just talking about, I mean, they talked about a lot of things. But. I don't know why therapy, I just zoned in on that. And Jamel said that her therapist said something like, your childhood, like, I don't know, something about your childhood is, will never go away or. Was it, when you tell me something about like, blaming your parents for what happens or. Yeah, they, because she was saying that I'm too old to be blaming my parents for what happened to me when I was a kid. But I guess her therapist was like, look, your childhood would never go away. Like, that's something that you'll just have to deal with. Like, okay, it's just one day you find out your parents aren't perfect. Like, I grew up thinking, like, this is the way this is because they know their shit. They know their stuff. And then one day you're like, wait, they didn't have a manual for this. Uh They're just people like me just ordinary people <laughs> anyhow but yeah so i don't know that just stuck out with me listen to jamel hill's podcast it's called jamel is unbothered it's on spotify um you can get it for free spotify it's on the free version yep i had to reopen it up i haven't opened it up since i downloaded the apple music i do miss spotify though Mm-hmm. But yeah, they have a few other podcasts I need to look through. See if they have some true crime. <laughs> Anyhow, um, number one. Never borrow money from 50 Cent. <laughs> okay, I don't know. 50 Cent was feeling petty, feeling something over the weekend, last weekend, and... Randall Emmett, he's a producer. He's engaged to Lala Kent. She is on Vanderpump Rules. Uh, she was on the show, I believe last season. I don't watch the show. But he was posting clips of her bragging about how she met Randall. And about like, you know, the stuff she did to get him. Mm-hmm. It was, I'm, I'm not a judge. She was just doing, you know. Some stuff that some people might do to get a man. I've never done that, but hey, I'll do you, do you. So <laughs> he was kind of judging, saying, oh, Ho's winning. And he, I don't know, he just kind of went in. And she Didn't entered, he offer her a car or something? Randall got her a car. Okay. And okay. she was talking about how she got the car. Okay. And 50... Lala answered to that. And then 50 posted another clip. And he also said that Randall owes him a million dollars. And he better pay him by Monday. And I believe this was Saturday. Mm-hmm. This happened. And so 50 is so petty. He posted the screenshots text of Randall saying. 
like i'm about to go to the doctor now please don't do this what are you doing and somehow he misspells his name and like somehow come on it happens it's he put 50 instead of 50 Mm-hmm. So everyone has been running with calling fifty fofty because of the misspelling. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It all worked out. Randall got him his million dollars, so he deleted all the the Instagram post. But I'm sure you can Google Fifty Cent, Randall Emmett, Lala Kent, and find everything. <laughs> But yeah, just the the whole moral of that story though is never borrow money from Fifty Cent mm-hmm. because he will light you up. Why he, are you gonna post he, on he Instagram? He thrives on on public humiliation, and of- he says that's his man. Like he called him, "That's my man" or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's supposed to be your boy, your man, and your and you a good enough friend to loan a million dollars to, mm-hmm. and you're gonna light him up like that. And hate his to, woman? Hate to see what he does to his enemies. And thank you. And his woman? <laughs> like, what? Because we got to be good. I don't care how rich I am. We got to be good friends for me to loan you a million dollars. Mm-hmm. And then you... And I understood, like... Look, I don't know if Randall was giving him the runaround. And this is, like... Maybe he had been reaching out trying to get his money. Mm-hmm. And he... Like, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. And then you see if you're... 50's chilling. Watching Bravo, <laughs> seeing his fiance brag about what he's buying her, buying her a Land Rover and all this stuff. He's like, wait, how he got that money? He owes me this. Yeah. So I could, and it, he hasn't been answering you? I got a little petty in me. I, I'm petty, but 50 Cent is like on another level of petty. He's the final boss. <laughs> because I could see how that could get to you, though. You're, you're you're chilling on a Saturday, and you catching up on your Vanderpump rules, and you're like, "Oh, she's talking about when she met Randall. Okay, that's my boy. Wait, he did what? Oh, wait, he bought her what? Oh, wait, he did what? When was this taped? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a rerun? This must be a Is rerun. How long ago? So I can see how maybe <laughs> he was like, "Well, uh." You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he like, see the way my bank account is set up. <laughs> but yeah, don't loan 50 cent anything. Or don't borrow anything for 50 cent. Because he is a troll. But if you do borrow from him, please pay him back before you buy lavish gifts for your fiance. Because mm-hmm. then he'll get mad. And really troll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you ready for the tops and bottoms? Yeah. Okay, tops and bottoms. We at this point we do a two and two, like Chuck Rollery. We give our top two and top bottom for the week. Between the two of us, it's two and two, maybe. Unless you have three. I have two and one, <laughs> but I there's always a understood one. Mm-hmm. So I, I have I have two and two really, but I don't have to say one. You ready? Yeah. You can go. Uh, my top is John Singleton. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. For reasons we said already. Right. Okay. And my bottom is Principal Otley. <laughs> For reasons you, we said already. You will already. not tell me what to wear when I go to your school. Oh, my gosh. I ain't one of your little kids. I ain't one of your little kids. Okay. Um, Like I said, I was listening to the Jamil is unbothered podcast today and she had mentioned at the very beginning of the podcast that Charlemagne was actually her first interview but they had just released it i guess yesterday or today and at that time him and wendy williams were not speaking but she did do a little update saying that of course that has changed because wendy announced that he had reached out to her and they had dinner and they had like a four hour long conversation on the phone so i was just that's my top uh wendy williams and charlamagne i am a big advocate of like friendships and of course long lasting friendships and charlamagne has always given credit to wendy williams for like helping him with his career 
and they had fallen out because of her husband so i am happy to like see that because her husband is no longer in the picture they can kind of i'm sure it will never be the same as it was but i mean they can put make they can have bygones be bygones because i i i'm a big friend person i it just i watch these reality shows and i'm like how are they not friends anymore oh no they're not friends like i friendship just means so much to me so it just hurts me sometimes when i see that friends are just have grown apart so i am they are my tops uh wendy williams and charlamagne their friendship hopefully coming back i don't know and also unsolved case files oh yeah yeah um it's a it, i mean me and mike have discussed about like doing a what is it what what are the rooms panic like, room or escape room yeah escape rooms and i love me some true crime well i hate saying love true crime because i mean i hate that crime happens but i'm just i'm interested in true crime i'll say that i i am very interested in true crime um me and mike have made it known that we're like in the process of in the process of working on a true crime podcast and it just intrigues me so i had ordered a unsolved case files thing off amazon and it was well put together unsolvedcasefiles.net i believe um it's on amazon it's a family that puts it together it's a family business they did a great job i we solved the case in a like hour and a half and that's with the spurs game on mm-hmm. and but like look don't it's not like it's easy oh my gosh it's a waste of money we had fun doing it and i'm a detective like if michael didn't have me i don't know how long do you think it would have taken you if i wasn't like because i think i got all the objectives um i it probably would have taken me i don't know like three four hours maybe because i saw some people say it took them the whole weekend i'm not sure like how long they spent on it but it is a lot of information it is a lot of like stuff to look through but i'm just a i've been jonesing for my next case and i didn't feel like oh this was so easy i just i'm a I'm I'm a baby detective, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, look it up if you're into true crime. If you're just want to do something, because I ordered it because I wanted to like have a group game night. But then I didn't feel like cleaning my house to have one of those group game nights. And we didn't know how long it would take. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't know how it would work, so I was like, let's open it up, let's do it, because they are they have another case. That should be ready within the next week or two. Then they have another one that should be ready in the summer. So they are working on more cases. But the first case was awesome. I'm not going to say anything because like what spoiler culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was a good time. And it did like the first thing you said was we should do an escape room. So <laughs> maybe we'll do one of those next. But. I like this one because I can read and find stuff. I don't escape rooms scare me. I need to I'm like we didn't have a right now. we didn't have a time clock on this. I feel like escape rooms like have a timer. You need to be out by this time. <laughs> nah, I feel like it should. It takes a TikTok us. would make me nervous. <laughs> this I had no timer, and the it was raining and the Spurs were playing. It was. It's like let's just do it. You know, it was fun. And the bottom. Okay, I am part of spoiler culture because if you haven't seen this movie already, oh well, it's in my bottom. Avengers Endgame. Spoiler alert: Tony Stark dies. Oh my gosh! And I'm pissed I can't believe about you it. said that. And I'm pissed about it. Ugh. Pissed about it. Pissed about it. I don't care about the other death. That one didn't make me mad. Oh, and Captain America, he goes back in time and he's the old man. Hey, oh, he's a, an old man now. You're a little hater. <laughs> I didn't like that part either. <laughs> well, I guess that's cute. That's That was sweet. He went back to be with his love, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. I'm still like it doesn't make sense to me. Like if he went back in time and did all that stuff, was he really ever an Avenger? Then how does it work? Whatever. But it was okay. So I'll have I'll give you a positive about it. Paul Rudd and I'm going blank now. Who's my other guy? Thirteen going on thirty. Oh, um, the Hulk. But I forgot his name in real life. I was just looking at him. Anyway, Paul Rudd and my guy who plays the Hulk were in the same movie, and I love them both. Like, 13 Going on 30 is, like, one of my favorite movies. It's not my favorite movie, but it is in the top five, in the top six. And I Love You, Man is also in the top six mm-hmm. with Paul Rudd. So, those two together. <laughs> so, that was a blessing. I need to go see Ant-Man, or what is it? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, maybe I need to see that movie. But, I mean, I I just wasn't feeling that movie at all. I mean, I was feeling it until he died. Well, Thor was the winner of that movie. Um, What was the winner of that movie to you? uh, Captain America. What? Yeah. What? I don't want to spoil it, but Captain America. I've already spoiled it. Tell me. For being able to wield uh, Thor's hammer. And it's Mark Ruffalo. Yes. What? I searched Mark because I'm following him and he, his name didn't come up. Oh, I just looked up Endgame Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I shouldn't have been searching on Twitter. Um, yeah. When... Because there was a little uh, hint that he might be able to do it in uh, Age of Ultron. Because, you know, they all, they had a party and everybody took turns trying to pick up Thor's hammer. And when Captain America tried to do it, it actually moved. And So you already got a spoiler in another movie. What? <laughs> oh, well, I guess, I guess you'd call that a spoiler. But what? my thing is... I don't know. I, Thor, he was just funny to me. He was a comedian. Yeah, Thor was cracking me up. Yeah. Yeah. And then Paul Rudd, of course. Either Mark Ruffalo. I love those two. It's just... I don't know. I should have known by end It was good. It was I good. I should have known what it was going to be. You know I'm not good at like endings. Mm-hmm. And then I was waiting for a preview at the end or of something to come. And nothing came. Nothing. Well, not nothing. There was no in credit cutscene. Okay, that's what I wanted. There was a hammer that you could hear. And I didn't hear that. Yeah, well, we left because I knew there wasn't gonna be a cutscene, so we left. But there was that that end of the movie. It was a you hear a hammer clanking, and so the Thor movie's next. Who knows? I'm annoyed. Well, no, the Thor movie, he gave the power to old girl from... The Valkyrie. Well, I was going to say the boxing movie. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> With Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Creed. Yes. Old Tessa girl from Thompson. Creed. <laughs> yes, Tessa yeah. Thompson. Yeah. I just... <sighs> it's just like a bunch of people graduated in this movie, and I was not ready for it to happen. Like a uh, Donald Donald Glover Donald, what's his name? My guy from Golden Palace. Uh, Don Cheadle. Thank you. And they even said Golden Palace in the movie. Was Don Cheadle in the scene? I have to rewatch that for that. Anyhow, I think he was. <laughs> I think he was too. But anyway, um, man, a bit. Pff. I was it's good if, was if you saw infinity war it is definitely worth your time and money to see i saw infinity avengers war. endgame yes wasn't worth my three hours it was i don't want endings michael i want stuff to keep going and going and going forever okay i i, I think marvel loves that and 
And they're happy to hear it because... Well, good. Yeah. Um, so you thought it was a great piece of work? Yeah. I didn't realize how much I liked Tony Stark until he died. He was a family man. He was. They killed him. That's another part. Right before Tony Stark does what he does, there's this great women empowerment thing. Either they fucking drop the hand and Tony has to do what he has to do because he's told by what's that guy who can see all the Doctor Strange. Yeah, he saw everything that could happen and he pointed at Tony because he's like, you're the only way this can work. Apparently, mm-hmm. I saw that with the eyes. Mm-hmm. And so he does it and then he uses up all his strength and he he's gone because the women does. Oh, yes, we're powerful. Which is awesome, but why you got us to have to drop the hand? Why we got to drop the hand? Why we got to drop the hand? They didn't drop the, the hand. Gotta, what happened then? Thor, uh, what's his name? Thanos broke the, the time uh, travel machine. And he, he blew it up. And it what? Who, and whose it, hand was it in? It was in Captain Marvel's. Okay, and what happened? And it, the Boom. concussion Thank blasted it out of her hand. Dropped it. Okay. Why I gotta be us? Why are you so hard on women? I'm not hard on women. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a beautiful scene, but I thought, why couldn't they have it in Thor's hand, Captain America's hand, anybody's it, hand but the woman's? It, it was one of my favorite scenes, maybe my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> the scene before that, when all the women got together? Uh-huh. See, mine, I was like, yeah. Uh-huh. And then I was like, wait, why they gotta have us drop it? It's like they're reminding us that Eve ate the damn apple. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so does that mean that that Robert Downey Jr. was was Jesus Christ? Man, then? I don't know. He man. sacrificed himself. He sacrificed himself so that, so that we might live. Right. How come he didn't rise? He didn't rise. Three days later, I'm waiting. Well, who knows? <laughs> Maybe that's what we heard that that hammer at the end. <laughs> who knows? Only time will tell. <laughs> Are we are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> All right, peace. Peace.